on you, brother. And he a Q. Who? Ray Lewis. The nigga who killed the guy. Oh, I have no clue, bro. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Wow. They let anybody join that shit. <laughs> you beat, damn, did you bro. beat the murder rapper? Nah. <laughs> huh? He was in college, bro. He killed the nigga in college. What the fuck is y'all talking about? Hey, That's man. A, I mean, <laughs> Laura Bush and Brandy also kill people, Niggas but we don't talk to them like this. Night, all the time. Like, I mean, we about? people don't talk, talk about Hurricane Ida, too. Well, let's start with, let's start with Lil Nas X. I know. I don't think any of us has listened to his album yet, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh shit! You forgot to introduce the pod. Oh yeah! Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> Niggas welcome rusty. Back. I, but see, I typically introduce it after we get to like the high point, funny thing. Like we say something funny in the intro credits and shit. Okay, hold on. This is the Get Mo Drunk episode. So, oh yeah, we are continually drinking as this is going on, and I'm excited to hear. Uh, what happens when we all get a little bit of liquor in our systems? Yeah. I am also delightfully high, so it's gonna be <laughs> a great, great episode. And he ain't even passed the weed. <laughs> my, this, this is my thing, though, y'all. This is one of two things is gonna happen from this shit, right? We're gonna post it, we're gonna upload it, and we're all gonna be like really famous. We can quit our jobs and not have to do anything besides podcasts, or we'll probably get canceled. So, I mean, looking forward to the journey with you guys. There is no in between. <laughs> Either which way. Now, welcome back. Welcome back, niggas. <laughs> welcome back to another episode, guys. Uh, we'll name this podcast later. Podcast. I am one of like, like a real quarterback. Can we stop? I and mean, it's supposed to be MVP you know, Lamar like Jackson. I love Come on, I love Lamar Jackson because um he won me my it's league. <laughs> he won yeah. me my he won me my league because uh I'm in what's called an auction league. Y'all ever done an auction league before? That sounds so fucking it, an so auction. It's an auction for fantasy football. And what you do is you can bid on any player. You have two hundred dollars total, um, and you can auction. bid on any player that you want. And if you have the highest bid, obviously you get that player. But, you know, the Brandon Research, who started this auction? <laughs> so it, it makes it so difficult. Yo. It makes it so difficult because, you know, like in this last one, I spent in the first two picks, I spent like 160 bucks out of 185 because I went after Alvin Kamara and um, Tyreek Hill. So it's really hard to win in that league. And uh, you get to a certain point and you just go on auto draft because you're like, I'm not going to be beat for every bid, you know, whatever. Yeah. And at some point you just get to pick quarterbacks, right? You just get to pick quarter like they just give you the player because you have to fill out your roster. And the year that I went on auto draft, they gave me Lamar Jackson, mm. which was the year before he won the MVP. So he was still balling out then. Mm-hmm. And I ran through that league like a hooker, like some niggas through a hooker. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, right, saying, and then, then you talking about auctions and niggers. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is you got going on? Speaking of, there was something I wanted to talk about that I forgot. Um, you told me to watch a show that I put off forever watching. Right, um, it's a show called High on the Hog, where uh-huh. we discuss where where this guy is a documentary about how African food and African American food is um, American cuisine. And in the last 10 minutes of the show, they travel to uh, the the most southern or western part of Benin, uh, and he travels the route that 
the people who were enslaved would have taken to get to the sea um, and eventually over here. And it was just the most powerful thing that I have ever seen. Uh, and I had one of my friends here watch it with me, a white guy, uh, and he was just like bawling, crying by the end of it and what he chose to, he to highlight. Yeah. And so for anybody who hasn't seen it, um, you should definitely do that. But I wanted to ask, because I think both of you have seen it, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. You yet. haven't. We should have watched it before we sat down. But I was just curious about what you felt about it, DJ. I mean, when I saw the scene and shit, I was already like, I felt something because, I mean, it's something special about black people and food. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a deep tie, it's a deep connection, whether it's African-American cuisine or whether it's African cuisine that we brought over. It's like, it's something special about those meals, even though they're fucking killing us because the way we cook it now is absolutely terrible. Yeah. But that particular scene that I saw, that emotion, like, I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine going there. It made me want to go. It made me want to go there um, because he had a line, you know, mm-hmm. and he talked about how basically it was this beautiful analogy about how him coming to this spot brought all of the ancestors who survived in America home and then taking the ones who couldn't finish the journey back home with him. And I thought that that was just such a beautiful sentiment because he was just like you know um my, they get to come home and they get to finish the journey or something like that I'm can y'all like, can y'all lay wow. a foundation as to what this show is about like yeah so it it studies or or it talks about all of the different foods that are actually african foods that have become americanized uh it also talks about how rituals surround the foods that we sorry y'all so if y'all hear a bunch of like stopping and starting points today my computer is not uh cooperating super well and so we're having to stop and start a few different times and so that means things might be a little incohesive at times but we'll do our best uh but what where we left off was talking about how how african foods in general are american foods and so much so that some of them even have like a ghost a ghost past like what was it candy yams versus um sweet potato mm-hmm. yeah we only have we only have sweet potato here uh oh oh wow Okay, that's a touchdown. Um, His stupid ass. He, yeah. pushed, he, he, pushed, he pushed that nigga into the... Uh, man, your ass is a goofy. Uh, but it still counts as a, as a touchdown for Lamar Jackson. Uh, but uh, you want to try and explain it too, DJ? I mean, I've been drinking, sir. I've been drinking. So <laughs> the, the show is just good. Like, I ain't, I ain't watched it in a minute. That's a horrible a take. The nigga said the show is just good. <laughs> Look, my, my, biggest, my biggest take from the show, y'all, was like, it gives you the history, the historical like points of like African-American food, like a lot of myths, even going back to what you were saying about yams and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas, they whole life been talking about candy yams and shit like that. We ain't never had a fucking yam in your goddamn life. Nope. You just been eating sweet potatoes. Because that yam shit in Africa, nigga, that's different. Those shits look like fucking tree trunks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit look mad different. It look mad what different. What she called it, a hairy elephant's foot. And she sat that thing up and I was like, well, goddamn, she right. Right. It's exactly what I would like expect a, fucking- a hairy elephant foot to look like. Man, I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. That shit sounds sad and very enriching at the same time. It, 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 anything involving the black experience, we talked about this shit. It's yeah. like, it's triumphant, but then it's like sad again because like any minute now, one of us can be shot by the police. 
and well, nothing will happen. I think what what really <laughs> how does that tie into this Netflix special? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> well, nigga, I'm talking about the black experience. Like, like we talk about food, then the niggas talk about the black experience. Then niggas get shot. Oh well, I'm saying not to consume yams. I'm saying, bro, like niggas love fried chicken. I love it. It's a part of the black experience. Who's gonna die eating a piece of fried chicken? Shit. Well, I guarantee Brandon. Look, (laughs) (laughs) so it bought it bought like the sentiment with me that really got me emotional. I don't don't cry stuff like that, but I was definitely emotional. Not surprised. Um, Yeah, dead inside since oh (laughs) four. So like. We always talk about and think about, you know, our ancestors were brought over here and they didn't know anybody and, you know, their language was taken from them and and the memories of their history were taken from them. And we're also, a lot of the narrative around Africans who come to America um, is that they buy into the same black person that's exported for white people. You know, the African-Americans are lazy they're privileged. They're, um, you know, they want to cheat the system. I think a lot of Africans buy into that until they get here and see what what African Americans experience compared to their experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the context in which the two different sides of the world understand each other. But I didn't realize how Americanized my thought process was about it because I had dehumanized the people in Africa. Like I forgot that. There were like just like there were people who were taken here and had their stories stolen from them. Life wasn't normal for the people who were back in Africa. They still didn't know where their people were. They still missed someone. Mm-hmm. They still lost someone. And so the aha moment was watching these looking, watching the screen and seeing these memorials to the slaves who had been you know exported through those areas that existed because the American kind of narrative, and I think it's unspoken, is that um, they don't really they don't really care. The Africans in Africa, you know, on the the slave coast, don't really care. Like they moved on and kept living their life as normal, and you know they had bigger things to worry about than where you were. Um, and to see that they were actually thinking of us and mourning for us, I was like, huh, that is a that's a thing. Like, of course it exists in that way. Drunk hot take. I don't fuck with y'all niggas. <laughs> Which niggas? Them Africans. Be specific. Why? I don't co- fuck with them Africans. What Africans? I ain't really drunk. I'm tipsy. But here's the thing. See, 400 years later, them niggas want to show up on 147th Street or 119th Street trying to sell us T-shirts and knock off gold watches. <laughs> Nigga. I don't need no gold watch. I know what time it is, bitch. You wrote us off like a bad check. Them niggas ain't even declare war and ask for their people back. Fuck them. I mean, a lot of the folks that were taken, though, were like, how can I say this? It's like rival hoods, right? Like, I'm going against your folks. Fuck that. We take your Fuck people they and we going to sell them. Bro, they tell us to go back to where we came from. Bro, I'm from Chicago. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. And they don't fuck with us, bro. They come over, they be like, who are you? Well, like, that's, fuck you, nigga. And, and I think that that's the... Ex- is, this, the is, is this ignorant? I think it is. I think that it's an import. Fuck them. Of- <laughs> 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 they can't even open receptive. 
Like, I think that's a product of America wanting to keep us divided. First of all, I agree with you. I was mad for a while that they didn't come over here and get us. But bro, they, they didn't weren't, even have a conversation with us. They bro. weren't. They weren't equipped to do it. And bro, if they, they got WhatsApp, bro, they could call us now. You, I was talking about an eighteen sixty three. America is good. America is good at the division part. Them niggas could have sent a boat or some. That's shit, what I'm like, saying, yo, bro. Like, they could have sent a kite. They could have something. They could. They could have. They, they wouldn't come back. They could have gotten bro. like shot class and built like a sculpture and like hit that bitch under like, it and bro. like yo, like yo, and you know, she's not not by yourself. Like we understand. Huh? Yeah, a kite, nigga. <laughs> they could have threw that bitch. <laughs> 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 look, I thought she was using Jewish slurs for a second. <laughs> yeah, he's like a kite. With a T, with a T. I ain't fucking with them. What the Africans going to do us? <laughs> but to further the Christian's point on this shit, though, bro, like, the niggas that built the pyramids couldn't build a boat to come pick us up? That's what I'm well, they, saying, they bro. They didn't take nobody from Egypt. They took people from... Uh, I'm I mean, just saying. Nigeria like, wasn't even a country until 1964 or something like that. Th- th- like, that's all the more reason. Come pick bro, us up. You I left us some, in the ghetto. I got, some Niger- I got some Nigerian homies. One of, one of my best friends is Nigerian. I ain't spoke to her in a few years. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. You know, whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, I ain't spoke to you in a few years. But it's just like, yo, if you listening... I fuck with you because, you know, you like Americanized, but your mom and them, nah, fuck them. Because, like, I got to correct this. Most, most like, black immigrants, when they come right. here, mm-hmm. they don't fuck with our struggle. Because they've been fed the narrative of what we are. Mm-hmm. And then you always hear it. Afri- and then after being here for a while, Africans are like, oh, wait, we had it wrong. Like, y'all just, they- but they also come here credentialed. Right. Most of them come here on education visas and stuff like that. So, of course, they don't really understand the why, you know, why don't you put that was a crazy throw. Um, You know, why don't you why can't you pull yourself up by your bootstraps? They don't even see it as that. They see it as just just use the system. Right. And get what you need to get. But they then Mm -hmm. once they're here for a while, they understand how difficult the system is to navigate particularly compared to non-black individuals. But they will still remain silent and yeah. they would still eat whatever the fuck they eating. And I'm sorry, but they not fucking with niggas, bro. Like um, they they may they may intermingle with you like, you know, in college or whatever, but when like class is over, my best friend's mom, I mean, entire family, he's first generation Nigerian, and they treat me like family and, and all of us, you know, who are his friends like family to the point where like when my grandfather and his mother were in the same hospice dying, you know, I was with my grandfather and then I was with her and then I was back with my grandfather. I was back with, you know, her. Um, we had made game plans for when the baby was going to get here. We called it Labor Day. Uh, you know, it was it was fun <laughs> shit like that. That got ruined by 2020 and George Floyd. Yo, uh, like we had the we had the games we was going to play in the birth and suite and everything like it was going to be fantastic. But it got ruined. But I say all that saying and my friend Iris sitting over there has met, um, you know, Morgan and and. Ibarro and Idorian and all those folks, they're just so kind and sweet. I think that the problem is we feel this uh, kind of animosity toward, yeah. Yeah, re- animosity and resentment towards each other. Um, mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. that's felt generations down. Each other? Yeah. I mean, what we, the fuck they got to feel towards us? We, we do have some type of... Um, I feel like there is, is an issue with... Certain Africans, or certain groups of Africans, as it relates to their attitudes towards like Black Americans, 
we're so disconnected and our experience as black Americans is so mm-hmm. unique to it. We don't even think about that shit. We got too much like pressing shit like, you know, um, not having enough money to make it day to day jobs. I mean, even like the normal, like being middle class, we have our own set of fucking problems, upper class. We got our own set of problems. Mm-hmm. But as it relates to them, I guess it's a little bit of jealousy in that too on their side, because think about it, right? We survived slavery. We survived like police brutality and shit on a day to day basis. I, I, I'm Ooh, sorry. I don't, I don't mean to like cut you off, but I <laughs> think that was the point of what I was saying earlier and kind of the point of high on the hog is like we survived it over here. They survived it over there too, right? They survived. Okay. They okay. survived in a different way, you know, but. <laughs> Nah, nah, that's like somebody saying, yo, we are pregnant. No, the fuck we not. My girl's pregnant. I'm fucking just here with her. Like, that's what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, bro, that's that's empathy. I get the empathy portion of it. Like, you feel that way. But until you go through that shit, bro, like, still to this day, they they can track their ancestry. We can't. They still watched their children and nieces and nephews and parents get ripped away from them and they still have a negative historical impact because of that as well. Uh, bitch, send an email. <laughs> uh, send a note. But uh, look, but I'm, keep I'm, I'm in sorry. mind, a lot of enslaved people were like those who were like like involved in civil wars, like we're kicking y'all's ass. Here, white man, take away these niggas that are like war criminals or like okay. folks that we've captured. So, is it really that that sediment, I'm, or was it like I'm jokingly talking about this shit? But let's be real about it. They did not go to the United Nations and 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 put this on the world the, stage to discuss these matters. The, the United, United Nations, the, the, the United the, States, countries in Africa have requested reparations, n- bro. They or not brought even, up some type of resolution about, for re- uh, reparations bro, for Black Americans. Think of all the programs that they have opened up. For us to be able to come home if we so choose. Come Dude, home. Nobody won't go to that shit. Man, what I mean, the fuck is home, bro? I'm, that's that's, joke, that's not joke, applicable, joke, bro. That's not applicable. I have no idea where the fuck I'm going. Yeah, I I'm mean, a, I'm gonna get off. Y'all been, to, y'all been to that? Um, y'all been to that? Uh, African American yes, History in Museum in DC. Yes, no. So where you can track your ancestry. Yes. So I went there with my wife, like, like a year, maybe two years ago and shit. And I was able to track my ancestry like maybe three, four generations, but it stopped. Like I could track my American yeah. like people, right? Like my brother, my like my actual brother, well, he's my god brother, he's my first cousin. Like his father's from Africa. He can trace his roots back like hundreds of years and shit. Like Christian said, you want us to go back or you, you giving us this open invitation to go back, but... I don't know what the fuck I'm going back to. I don't know if I actually have a connection to, what is it, Liberia? The place that's giving, like, all Ghana. black Amer- Ghana's giving Ghana. people access to, like, to to citizenship and shit like that. And land and all that, yeah. La- Hold on, we ain't talk about land. Yeah. Talk more about this land shit. I just remember that being, if you come home, <laughs> you'll get you'll get land bro, to build on or a house or something, and then... I don't like the word. that shit niggas shit. was telling us to do with our stimulus? <laughs> It's better than the PPP loan. Y'all going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a fact. Them niggas going yeah, to the like going to jail. Y'all are going to jail. My name Bernard and I'm on hard. Them niggas <laughs> is not understanding. <laughs> that was a heavy topic to start with. I think yeah. well, I don't I don't know how do we conclude that. I just wanted to get your reaction to how you felt in that, you know, in that last I've, few minutes. 
I feel like the food part of it was like a big connector for me because mm-hmm. I mean, as you can tell from my physique, oh, I like food. We like and to shit. eat. Yeah. We like to eat, man. Like so, <laughs> like, dog, like just being from and then being from Louisiana too, like seeing those connections, particularly being born in New Orleans and seeing those African connections with food and shit. It was it was something that was dope for me. But like that connection to Africa and like how certain, like how he had those invoked emotions. Like mm-hmm. I understand because like we came from there. But for me personally, it's like, shit, I can feel those emotions just in that one space. But I have no clue of like, like where my people came from in Africa, mm-hmm. what connections I have. I just live vicariously through my brother because his dad is from Africa. He was lived in New Orleans for some time and shit, then went back to Nigeria and shit. So he knows he's a Nigerian. Mm-hmm. He knows that shit. As for me, I'm just like, shit, I don't, I don't know, you know. Well, as for me, I was very touched like a child in R. Kelly's basement. Um, <laughs> what, what, what? I thought that it was... <laughs> Yo, it's Nick. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't call it a basement. It's the compound. Yo, you know what I'm saying? I think it was in a yeah. cellar. <laughs> B, what did, before we move on, B, what did you find on uh, whatever it is I asked you to look up because I had been drinking? Uh, God. <laughs> Nigga is sweating. <laughs> I am. So they made a holiday. They didn't give us land and shit. I just want to know at what point do they start calling niggas refugees when too many niggas start coming in there? For real though, because I do not want to receive the fucking Katrina treatment. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm from here, yeah. sir. I'm not a fucking refugee. You don't know where the fuck you from. You just going, bro. I don't like the wording of that. Come home. Where is home, nigga? Like for real. Like you're telling me that I'm in. I'm in. I know I'm from, bro. And we. Huh? It was some, no, I didn't do the DNA shit because they always say you're Dutch, bitch. No, I'm not. Have you seen me? <laughs> like. <laughs> I swear to God, if I give yeah, these like niggas $50 just for them to say, you're from Africa. Like, nigga, that's a continent. That's another thing we don't talk about as black people. How do they know? Is it based on, like, my nose, the, the, the lips? Huh. How the fuck do they tie it to that? <laughs> Yo, niggas fucked up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, bro, like, niggas be getting these fucking ancestry bro. tests. Ancestry tests work for white people. For us, these niggas just guessing on like, yo, you got beta thalassemia, so you must be from the Mediterranean or some shit. Nigga, what? What the fuck is we talking about? No, but but like, but like, those databases are specific to like European countries and shit. So they can only tell you like, like what percentage of that you know that you were raped by. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I'm like, I don't want to know that shit. Niggas gonna say you're fucking Persian and fucking Italian. You know what I'm saying? Like, huh? It's called African ancestry. Okay. They do is, uh, is it free? Nah, nah. bitches. Just always want some That's fucking what I'm money. You want, and shit. you want money for you to tell me where the fuck I'm from after they stole me? Yeah, you right. Yeah, for we got support. Okay, yeah, we got. Yeah, you right. <laughs> Literally <laughs> a black business, a business off being black. Huh. Shit. All right, so we got to transit. That was a long Clean fucking pivot. pause. Mm. We got to pivot now. <laughs> so. <laughs> so <laughs> How much does it cost? 
the fuck, fuck out no. of here. I'm from no, Chicago. I'm from, nigga, I'm from, I'm, I was born in New Orleans, so hey, I'm claiming that shit. My mom and them from Aruba. I'm cool with that shit. So, they don't even have science if we're going back to the fucking tribe and shit. You just show up to somebody's hut like with a printed <laughs> piece of paper. And Why shit. all Africans live in huts, nigga? Yo, I'm just saying. They got I'm, finna pull up, I'm finna pull up with Tupperware. Them niggas gonna be amazed. Yo. You keep your food? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm fucking, I'm fucking with you. It's a joke, y'all. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm Remember, not serious. The theme you know of saying? this podcast is politics and, and comedy. entertainment. It's entertainment purposes only. <laughs> we I know y'all niggas got civilization. Some of y'all. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Fredo. Fredo. You went to that, uh, what's that? Uh, the uh, Penny a Day commercial? Yeah. <laughs> Through the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all think um, Boosie trying to marry Lil Nas X or not? I think. I ain't trying to say that nigga trying to marry, bro, but Boosie was in jail for quite some time, bro. I just think that nigga trying to get his fuck on, bro. Like, like mm. nigga, y'all mm. remember, like, back when, like, Courtney was, like, really immature back in, like, high school and middle school and shit. And we know some people don't mentally do. mature. Like, I think homie, like, that's like when you was in, like, elementary school, you would push the girl that you like or some shit. Like, yo, mm, I like you. Like, that's his way of, like, getting a little Nas's ex attention. Like, mm, I like you. Prison showers. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying like a lot of these like hard ass rap niggas is like on some not necessarily some weirdo shit bro because I say bro being gay is like it is what it is dog I don't give a fuck let them people be who the fuck they is man but you gotta understand like I feel like sometimes when you talk about like toxic toxic masculinity or uh-huh. just just trying to remain masculine, you have to ward off like every feminine energy that comes your way. So it's yeah. so it's 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 a it's a double edged sword with that. But I don't I don't fall Boosie because that nigga ain't even ain't even graduate grade school. So you know what I'm saying? Like it, I, it's hard it's hard pressed to talk about a, a complex issue with that nigga and you walk away feeling like you learned something from that conversation. So Mm-mm. He just be saying whatever the fuck come to his mind, bro. The nigga, I mean, the, the, I don't know, but remember when he was talking to Mike Tyson about that shit, and he seemed like, yeah, like, bro, bro. Mike yeah. Tyson was gonna fuck that man up. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, gonna tuck him in his back pocket, bro. It's over with. I was listening. And I was like, Mike sounded a little agitated listening to that. No, nah, because he, he talked. Yeah. He was like, bro. "Do you think you're gay?" <laughs> that was the funniest. My nigga said, "Do you do you want to take it there?" You know how they, you know how they like got all teeth, all teeth. You know how they got that videos that give the same energy shit that's out. Yeah. Like that's the same thing as that one from the y'all saw the African news one. Like, why are you gay? <laughs> Who says I'm gay? You are gay. <laughs> My thing, bro, my thing is my thing is this though, bro. Like it's it's becoming like this this like crazy obsession. I realized like oh, since we've been doing this podcast, probably since like episode three or four, y'all. Like there's always been like some straight niggas talking about a lot of like gay shit. In a derogatory way. Uh, I think them niggas just want to be real experimental. They just don't want to say it. It's like, yo, I want to talk about gay niggas, but you know, that shit might be cool or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Put y'all think about it. Like, get the fuck nah. out of here, man. You seen Tiger, bro. Tiger was in the news. You fucking with that training. I didn't know who that I didn't know who that who that lady was. I had to go look at I know, I know that was a whole nigga. I remember one of my homegirls was like, yeah, that's a that's a whole man. I was like, damn, okay. So, question. If a straight dude has sex with 
a person who identifies as a woman, bro, you tweaking? I already is it based on interpretation? Like bro. yo, like Christian sees it as a man, Dexter hey, sees don't it include, as. A... Hey, don't include me in that. What you talking about, bro? <laughs> no, I'm saying you see this person as a man. Oh, I, Dexter I, I. sees him as a woman. I see them as a woman. Brandon sees him as a woman. <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, why are you I'm including? But why I'm are saying, you including people in like, this room, nigga? <laughs> like, do you take a poll on this shit? Like, yo, like y'all vote on this shit before we have sex. Just let me know. She say she a woman. Is there is there a box that says I choose to mind my own business? I want to mind my own business. Mm-hmm. It's just intriguing, though. I mean, does that make that person gay? I don't think it's our business to determine that. Mm-hmm. But then, secondly. See, like, okay, here's the thing. Like, like some there's topics of conversation about, like, is gender really a real thing, right? So, mm-hmm. bro, I'm not equipped to have this conversation because I don't know. I'm not <laughs> equipped, bro. I cannot have this conversation. All I can say is... I was expecting hold on, bro. so profound. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, bro, no. I, I had to take a left. I had to turn. I had to turn. I had to turn because because the bitch was, was born a woman, and when she was when she in my bed, she she got a she got a pussy. So that's what the fuck she is. Now if she determines hmm. later on that she wants to be like about to fuck him up with this one, keep going. No, nah, but if she determines she want to have masculine energy, then that's on her. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's just too much shit going on with pronouns and shit like that. <laughs> I, I just be like, man, look. Look, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm all for letting people live their lives Do whatever the fuck you want to do Whatever brings you that In my Tyler the Creator voice Immense joy Whatever brings you that you know Do saying? it But this is my question Let's say you go out right mm-hmm. You with your homie You mm-hmm. talking to me Yeah she's a stud mm-hmm. You are with your homie <laughs> all right, She's a stud bro all right. Y'all going out Y'all dancing Y'all you know what I'm saying it's Not with her not I with, ain't dancing with, with her like that but I'm saying not with her like that. You just at the club. You having a good time. You enjoying life. Immense joy. All that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, this nigga ad lib career is fire. <laughs> so y'all get to the crib, all right? You know what I'm saying? Y'all just ended the night. And, this nigga had mad vows. And, and, she, and she goes like, she, uh, she go with a move. What move, nigga? She moving. <laughs> well, you hold? What you talking about? I'm just, no, no, nigga. She going with a move on you. That's she's impossible. She's attractive, but she's a stud. That's impossible. So that means she kind of identifies as a man, somewhat. I don't, I don't oh, think hold on, that's wait. That's not how it works? I don't think so. Hold don't on, cancel wait, me. I'm wait. learning talk, on the fly. About like, like a young and situation? Yeah. Bro, she don't shave her armpits. She don't shave her legs. That is, I'm intolerable with that situation, bro. Huh. Get the fuck on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Saying? So Jump off the balcony, you <laughs> smut ass bitch. <laughs> All right, so Fuck the hell. We got to get to the album. Or nigga. We got to get to the album. <laughs> Am I going too fact, far? Brandon, I finished my drink. Somebody <laughs> refill me. <laughs> pull up pull up track two. We've all heard the, the Montero song. Pull up track two. This episode might be exclusively on Spotify, guys. Cause we gotta do some audio pulls, but we gotta we gotta get a live I'm listen. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dex. Uh, never mind. Let it play. Shit. Well, no. Pause. Pause the recording for a second. Let's okay. listen to track two. Track two for guys. We're about to listen to track two, then provide you with our live feedback. Oh, Jaru, see what he thinks at a time like this. Cause a fuck what he thinks. <laughs> Hell yeah. Not on an island. Jaru? Not on an island. Cause I mean. <laughs> Man, fucking bread and cheese sandwiches with lettuce and shit. 
Had us sleeping like the niggas who who came here from Africa. Cucumber, cucumber sandwiches. So, so what did y'all think of that track? I actually I actually dug that shit. I mean, I I I don't think you can deny that Lil Nas X is like product is immaculate if you're not an old head hip hop purist, you know, anti gay racist. But right. he's not immaculate a rap, he's a not stretch. a rapper though. Oh, I was talking about from well, I mean, catchiness, ten yeah. out of ten always. Production, fifteen out of ten. Uh, hold on, y'all. We having some technical difficulties. We'll be right back. Christian up in here, tearing up my goddamn house. I was so lost. And I was like, somebody has to help me understand this. Mm-hmm. Someone has to help me get this shit right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm involved. I used to be involved in the rap community, right? Yes. And locally. Oh, and I remember seeing, like, a rapper chick, right? She was like, I'm trying to get my strap rolled tonight. I'm like, what the f- what do you get out of this? Like, what does that do for you? Like, you help me, like, me understand this shit. Don't like, why like, did you post this? Like, I don't like that one. Like, do you, I, bruh, I'm just asking, like, help me understand. I'm not involved in that world, but, like, I do understand plastic because Louisiana <laughs> creates a lot of that shit. Like, oil and plastics, that's the biggest industries of us. We probably make more dildos than any other place in the world. But, like, like I didn't understand why Shorty was like, yo, I'm trying to get my strap rolled tonight. Like, I think that's the arrogance of humanity, thinking that you're supposed to understand everything. Everything ain't meant to be understood. Some things just happen. But, like, but she could have put that, though, like, yo, I'm trying to get this double-ended. But it, it's just so confusing. Like, yo, like. I don't see the allure of it either, the appeal either, but they make them motherfuckers. Like, you put it in, you and her. It's just, I like, I like the like, double. I can't, I can't, like, fuck with the double end. Because it's like, I can fuck with double ends for the bitches. Like the double end oh. straps. Nigga, get your goof ass on. Stop fucking with me, bro. I'm talking about for the bitches. Your ass tweaking. Matter of fact, matter of fact, fuck you. First of all, I'm talking about for the bitches because it's like, I'm, I'm going to keep it a being with you. Y'all, fuck it. I'm drinking. I like nasty ass, like sexually free women. Like, like I don't care if you invite your your homegirl in. Make sure y'all have a good time. If you want to do the double, the double end dildo, like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I seen the video. Took my breath away. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, wait. We got it. Track. Right. How do we feel about track two? Then we're gonna get back to this shit. Alright. It's <laughs> slap. It's slap. Yeah, right. like, when it came nice. on, I was pleasantly surprised. Pause. <laughs> Why? You had to pause. <laughs> Nothing that make dudes happy we can have. Like, yo, I'm having a great day. Pause. Yo, I'm saying, bro, it can be taken raw. Like, yo, like the sun is out. Pause. pause. <laughs> you know what I'm that rainbow looks beautiful. My baby mama ended that bitch with a gold digging ass. <laughs> still top tier. You know, That's what I'm still top tier quality. Yo. Yeah, but. I, I ain't gonna lie though, man. I'm gonna give the Lil Nas X album like uh, I'm gonna give it a listen, man. I done listened to all of like the major shit he didn't drop just because like for one, everybody that knows me knows I'm a Kanye fan, MAGA hat and all. Like mm-hmm. I, I done rode with Kanye my whole life, man. Like that's just it. So the fact that he got some production credits on this album, I'm gonna listen just because I want to see what Kanye's influence was 
on the album, but track two slap and shit. Let me check. I'm still not gay. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pretty fucking straight. Yeah, I listen to Frank Ocean every single day, and I'm still really fucking straight, yo. Facts, mm. facts. Yo, that nigga, that nigga is like one of the best lyricists and like just writers of all time. When it Wait, comes to music, don't let Dex hating ass hear you say that. You don't like Frank? I don't. Mm, I don't. Mm, I don't time. fuck with Frank, bro. I don't. I, I, I don't. I, look, it, it's one of those things. Him and Bryson Tiller. Kind of fit into the same thing. No, they I'm do all, not. Bro. You didn't let me finish the statement. I'm always waiting for <laughs> the song to start. I'm always waiting for the song to start, and then it's over. Bro, and if I'm you're homophobic, like, just say so. <laughs> like, I like Ari Lennox's first album. I like Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox, Ari Lennox, and her vocals, and plus the cellulite is just like a win, bro, nigga. Like that's what I'm saying. Good. It's just, yeah, it's just like you know she's real. <laughs> Truly gang, yo, bro. yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> this nigga wild, nigga nah. white claw. Frank Ocean, I admit his songwriting is is great. On the That's ones, all I'm saying, the bro. ones that I like, like I, I like uh, Bad Religion and um, there's really only two: Bad Religion and Godspeed. But you also said you don't right. like to cry, though. Like I didn't say that. You just literally said it. Like you are, you are without emotion, nigga. I said I don't cry often. Bro, you would be at a funeral planning your next vacation. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is going what on, bro? What the fuck bro? are you doing at a funeral? <laughs> Yo, I'm mourning, nigga. I'm mourning, and I'm looking at the people that I don't know that shouldn't be there. Like, <laughs> nigga, I'm looking. I'm looking up Barbados flights. Like, Yo, this nigga is off. <laughs> I'm going somewhere, but that person show ain't. They can't do nothing. <laughs> Yo, you fucked up. <laughs> Yo, you fucked up, bro. One of us got to go somewhere, nigga. Might as yeah, well have one fun. nigga can't travel. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga said, "How many bags you checking, <laughs> nigga? The urn. <laughs> you talking? This is supposed to be sad at the funeral. The fuck? Hey, let, well, let me, since we on this topic, let's be let's keep it a whole buck, bro. Like y'all know how some people be like, yo, when I die, I want to get cremated. I want you to spread my ashes in all of these various locations. Mm. Y'all really gonna do that? I want someone to serve me to my greatest enemy in coffee." Bro, what you, type of you, what type of you, shit is you on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but you do. But even like for people you love, you know, damn top of the well, morning, you top, top of the morning, <laughs> top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Who's up? And fuck yourself. Someone, someone did that. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. But look, this is my thing, bro. Don't ask me if you like close to me. Like, you know, I don't like to go nowhere, especially if my wife don't want to go. I don't want to go either. So don't say some shit like, um, yo, when I die, spread my ashes uh, across all the favorite places I love to go in New Orleans. You know where the fuck you going? I'm going to go right to poor fucking Port Allen and dump your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jump your ass out right in the Mississippi River because that shit flow to New Orleans. You're gonna get there eventually. <laughs> You're gonna get there. Yeah, but they say what? Shit. I mean, we gotta stop lying, bro. We do so much shit in life that's like symbolic and all this other bullshit. Like, it don't mean nothing, bro. Like, nothing if, means anything. Like, my Brandon is my dog, bro. Like, that's my dog. But if this nigga's ever tell me some goofy shit, like, yo, when I die, spread my ashes in Shreveport, nigga, like, nah. the furthest north you're gonna make it is Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna spread you out. I don't, even have, a, I don't even have a reference red, point. I have no idea. It'll get there. It'll get there. It'll get there. 
Yeah, bro. Well, shit, you gonna be in New Orleans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, what the? <laughs> he ain't even honor, bro. Wish <laughs> that's too much work, yo. He's not here anymore. The fuck you. I'm mourning. What you gonna do? Huh? I'm mourning. I'm depressed. I want to stay home. All right, look, look, look. Let's 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 go back to the situation you was asking me about the female man coming all the way back. All yo, right. I'm sorry, but we got we got to get this shit nipped in the bud. Uh, you talking about okay? Wait, lay the foundation again. What's the scenario? All right, so like you and you and your your stud friend are like. And I hope we're using proper uh, proper vernacular. Um, you, right? There we go. There we go. You and your stud friend are out, y'all turning up at the club, y'all having a great, great, Yo, great time. Yo, can you be a stud bitch like a man? I mean, she ain't got no mustache and no shit. Like her shit fully shaved, bro. Her face is clean and shit. But, but, but she does wear a dildo in her pants, bro. Everywhere she, she got goes. boxes on. Yeah. So can like, can I beat yeah. her like a nigga? Like, if she ever get out of line? No, 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 no. no. But I mean, not. she. But like no, you, you know can't. what I'm saying? She got masculine energy. No, so no, no. I'm gonna she beat got... you like a masculine individual. You feel me? Like you say beat. Are you talking about? I'm gonna beat the shit her ass if she ever get a line with me. No, I was like, you beat? Nah, no. no, you tweaking. I'm not. Nah, <laughs> like, I'm talking about make your face beat up my hands. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking go back to right, come on, come on. So y'all, y'all out, y'all having a good time and shit. Y'all go back to the spot. Y'all done had a few drinks. Y'all are both consenting adults, and y'all both want it when you get there. She's attractive, but she's still a stud. But she was like, yo, let's do it, but just kind of stick it through the boxer hole. Like, are you doing it? Are you going to do it? It's like Rose Gale Donald. It's Boy George. I ain't got time for this shit. I mean... I'm not. I'm not fucking her through like the box of breezing, bro. That's, That's the exception. That nah, fuck make... the exception, bro. I can't. No, you're a fucking monster. I'm Dexter. Not... Take the question, sir, because this nigga not gonna give us a straight answer. I'm giving you a straight answer, bro. Well, no, I'm not no, fucking no. with the box. We gotta take stop using off. straight in that way. Okay. You're not just gonna give us an answer. What is? What's the question? All right, so you out partying with one of your friends yes. who so happens to be a stud, okay. right? Y'all, okay. y'all are partying, enjoying life, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. then y'all give each other that eye, like. We're consenting adults. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And y'all go back Gross. to the spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all go back to the spot. And she was like, no, look, keeping on my sports bra and I'm keeping on my boxes. You just got to stick it through the boxer whole thing. Like when you have to pee at night. She holding on to that masculine energy too much. What are you doing? I'm fucking the fuck. Like, okay. <laughs> what? Okay. All these berries. You're gonna open up the little box. What's the, diff- what's the difference between Yo, that and pulling saying, panties bro, to the side? Like, <laughs> what's what's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, it's, it's a mental process, though. Bro, like, the mental process to open the box of briefs in that area, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You fucked up, bro. You gotta go to. You gotta holler at Christ about this shit. Your ass is squeaking, bro. You open up the 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 the, the penis hole to put your dick in to put your dick in there. I'm sure you wearing plaid ones too. Ooh, what if she didn't let you take off like her flannel? Hey, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna stand over that bitch and shoot her in the face. <laughs> yeah, we get canceled. <laughs> I don't know who we is, nigga. You like this ain't a we, hey, bro. I've been it's feeling fucking this Christian, way. Christian and BT cancel them niggas. <laughs> that nigga over there googling hate speeches. <laughs> This nigga, this nigga researching Kike. What the fuck is wrong with Show this? us your computer. <laughs> Show us the computer. Yeah. Your, search, your search history is diabolical, nigga. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, 
Oh, uh, so shit. So 9-11 happened. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Yo, like, y'all get into the 9-11 speak. I mean, this is the first episode we've ever had in which I've drank more than, like, three sips of water, so I got to piss again. So, But um, I want to set the scene, right? All right, set the scene. It's uh, 9-11. Oh, damn. Damn, I thought we were talking 2001, about right? <laughs> and... You chilling and shit, right? You fucking yeah. eating crayons and all kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we was doing at that age, yo. I just kind of want to talk about where the fuck was niggas at during 9-11? What was some of your... We, we can't remember that shit because niggas was like 11 years old. But I want to talk about as we progressed in age, as we got more information, and as they keep pumping these fucking 9-11 documentaries down our throats. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what were your initial early adulthood thoughts around 9-11? Because it was two wars we were involved in because of this shit, right? We're involved in the Afghan war, and right. we are involved in the war with uh, Iraq. So as we've gained more information, as we've gotten older, what were your thoughts on 9-11? What were the earliest things that you can remember about that shit? And how do you feel about it now that we pulled all the troops out and shit? Well, my first thought was, th- my first thought was like, them niggas mad. Um, mm. When I was watching it on TV, uh, I didn't know I was in eighth grade. So what is that? Thirteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like thirteen, and you know, uh, I didn't know what the, I didn't, I didn't know what the, what are they called? World Trade Centers were, but my history teacher rolled in the, um, the TV. So that we could we could watch what was happening, um, and so we got to see the second the second one go into the building <laughs> or whatever. Weak bladder for sure. <laughs> I know, like just distracting everybody Fuck. with all the movements and shit. So like, I don't, I don't remember having any. Ill, I do remember the unity that they talk about. Like I remember everybody getting along, and like everybody, you know, black and white folks when we were walking in the grocery stores or anywhere, you know, people saying hi to each other. I remember the American flags. Everywhere, facts. Um, yeah, and I, rem- I, I, I don't remember the Islamophobia and stuff. I do. I did notice it. You know, once you get to be sixteen, seventeen, you notice things like that. Um, and apparently, that's a direct correlation to nine eleven. And so, um, those are the things that I, I saw. What did you see? And where were you at that time? You was in Chicago or like in Barbados? What was you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was in Chicago. Uh, I was in like seventh grade, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the teachers was just like, "Yo, like some serious happened," and I really couldn't piece it together until like I got home and my my pops, like he called, he called my mom's and uh, he was working in the Chicago Police Department around that time, and he was like, "You know, this is very serious things. You be working like nonstop." So. I really couldn't like piece it together as to like what was really going on because mm-hmm. I had no real reference point. But I mean, all I knew is like niggas was like, yo, fuck them Arabs. But I was like, yo, like yeah. I fuck with my cousins. You know what I'm saying? So it was yeah. just like, so when they was talking about like basic understanding of like what was going on and what country was associated with it. And like, I don't know. It, it, it felt really weird to me because like watching that Watching that Netflix special was like in the beginning. I was like, "Yo, these these niggas got a reason to be upset because mm. they have been like, they have been like the victims of <clears throat> colonial imperial presence, yeah, for like <laughs> like years. years, yeah." So and then it cuts to like, "Yo, niggas jumping out of the the, the you know the twin towers to mm-hmm. you know to determine if they want to get burned alive or get crushed on the pavement." So it was like I I didn't know how to feel exactly watching that. 
And then I realized, like, you know, no one is really right. Like, you know, we all have, we all have our own, like, dispositions towards, you know, we all got our own, like, fucked up relationships Mm -hmm. with it, but. But you were also, you probably had a different um, experience because you were in the third largest city in the country where, you know, you had skyscrapers and all that. We didn't have to worry about that in little old Baton Rouge. No, we couldn't, like, go to specific places. Like, certain shit was, like, shut down. Mm -hmm. It was just different. Like, the police were, like, on, on, like, a high level of, like. Like a 15. Yeah, yeah, like, they was just not fucking with anybody brown. (laughs) Like, if you, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then, like, I remember, like, so, like, the, 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 the city mosque is, like, nine blocks from, like, from where I grew up. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I could see the, I could see, like, the, what they call, like, the temple in the city. And, like, I grew up around, like, a lot of Muslims, you know what I'm saying? Whether they, like, Middle Eastern or they just black and mm-hmm. they just Muslim. But mm-hmm. I kind of grew up around that shit, so it kind of made it seem like they were they were trying to paint the picture like they were the enemy. But in my mind, it's like... They, you have human interaction with them. Exactly. Compared so it was, to down here. It was right. weird, you know what I'm saying? And, like, in my neighborhood, like me and Pete talked about that shit for a minute. It was just like... We got like pseudo Islamic beliefs, like you know what I'm saying. We call each mm-hmm. other Mo, which is short for like Sons of the Moorish Temple. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat pork, you know what I'm saying. A lot of niggas eat like perch and you know go to J and J fish, you know. So it was just like different understandings. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it, it kind of felt weird because you know, like my my grandfather was was a uh, was a Sunday school teacher in uh, Ambi Church, African American. Uh, so it's just, it's just different because it's like. I have an understanding as like, yo, these these white motherfuckers been fucking everybody over for so long. Yeah. It's like, I don't really know if I should feel wrong about like, yo, remember when Malcolm X said like the chickens are coming home no, to roost? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he he got like crucified for that. And to some extent, I feel like this is America's karma. I know it's fucked up to say, but it's like, yo, y'all can't like the CIA can't like back <laughs> certain like like certain like uh like 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 government entities and shit, mm-hmm. and then like when they don't do what you want them to do, you kill them off, and then like you know plant in the next person, and yeah. it's just like continue from there. This shit with the contras, you know, what I'm saying when they when CIA backed these contras and wanted to launder their money and shit, and use and use these cartels <laughs> and their money and people they prosecuted to fund their actual war. Hmm. It's it, karma. Like I'm sorry. Like and yo, jump from the building. Well, you and can, it's complex. You can you can a few things can be true at once. It could have been tragic and sad and deserved um, and overdue. It could have been a lot of those things because we we as a country have pillaged and um, in in recent history in the last seventy years, Iran is the way that it is because. Of us undermining their government system, yes. system right? Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> the, there's a reason why Iraq is the way that it is, and Kuwait is the way that it is, and um, and so we make enemies because of that. Now, those enemies may not be powerful in that sense. They may have to do things like hijack your own planes in your own country to be able to pull off any attack against you. You know, we ain't pissing off Russia, we ain't pissing off mm-hmm. England, we ain't pissing off France, we ain't pissing off white countries, we're pissing off. Black and brown countries. And right. what's what's funny to me is how white folks, and we were talking about conspiracy theories earlier, um, the conspiracy theories that surround 9-11, while they may have some validity, as all conspiracy theories do, 
I think it's much easier for white people to convince themselves that an attack on our nation uh, was conspired by the government because everyone around the world loves us so much because we never do any wrong than to actually acknowledge that potentially we have done things that puts us in position to have earned these types of ass whoopings. Um, and, mm. you know, and so I think that's a great kind of um, magnifying of how of how America treats its its own story. Like it, you don't want to, you want to pretend that slavery doesn't, didn't exist. You don't want to talk about critical race theory. You don't want black history. You want to erase everything and make it this polished, this polished, beautiful thing. And if you are a white person in America right now, it makes total sense that you are not interested in completely resistant to any changing of that narrative, because it means that you would have to acknowledge all of the, history that you want buried in the first place. So I see why you're talking about QAnon and you love Donald Trump and the Confederate statues and shit. I get it. But, you know, it's just, it's 2021. Is it 2021? Yeah, it's, it's, it's 2021. <laughs> it's, we almost out of this shit. Yeah. But my, my thing is, <laughs> facts. My, my thing with it is, it's, it's so fucking complex being an American. Mm. And like, cause I mean, regardless you like, of, you feel, you feel like an American? I, I mean, I don't have a choice. Bro, we got. I was, yeah, I was about to say we really have no choice. We are Americans at the end of the day, but the complex feelings like kind of come from all of these different areas, right? So when America broke away from being a British territory, right? We wanted our freedoms, we wanted our liberties, we wanted our rights, but for some reason we was like, "Fuck it, let's keep their model of imperialism. Let's go on and try to have these different territories, just like British, uh, the Britons do." Right. Mm-hmm. We want to have all of these settlements. We want to meddle in all of these various affairs and not realize that this shit has consequences. Like we destabilize governments because we mm-hmm. think of what they could do if they had independence, what they could have if they had freedom. We couldn't use them for their resources anymore. Mm-hmm. So it is a fucked up situation like what um, uh, Malcolm X said in which we, we, we say um, the chickens come home to roost because we destabilize countries, we destabilize governments, and we cause issues for the sake of Team America World Police. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still a fucked up thing that happened to American citizens. Like the yeah. people that died in the World Trade Center. They didn't Center, deserve that. They didn't deserve they didn't. that. They weren't involved in none of this shit. It's just regular everyday Joes going to work and do what mm-hmm. they got to do. But you're a casualty of a war that you didn't even know you were a part of. But isn't that just so like so many Afghanis and Iraqis who are civilians who were killed in a war that they had like no no part in or any business being around? Like, yeah, yeah. And that's what's <clears throat> that's what's so hurtful about you know you niggas know, drinking white, when they say <clears throat> yes of white American <laughs> exceptionalism in order to in order to to think that america is you know the the shiny city on the hill the city on the shining hill or whatever mm-hmm. you have to devoid it of the context in which it did things because they if it didn't do anything to you then it really doesn't matter uh, right. and and so you get that you this is how you get the QAnon folks. This is how you get these far right wing extremist we, folks. But we, I, I have to say this, and this is contrary to typically what we say on this particular podcast, but y'all know how I feel about Barack Obama. He was the shining hope for some niggas, but not for me. Barack, yeah, he, he was. He was up. the shining hope for some niggas, but not for me, bro. There's been no greater leader than the Honorable Minister Farrakhan in my black ass life. 
Nah, bro. Nobody I push, I push back on that. I push back me, on that. But let me let me give you my why behind my why, right? As long as you don't talk about so, Michelle. I fuck with Barack. I don't really fuck with Michelle because she be Shout out Whitney pe- Young. Shout out Whitney Young Madness School. You look, know what I'm saying? Y'all, she y'all be passing some... penny candy to George W. Bush, bro. I don't fuck with that. That nigga ain't go to church with us. Why you giving him the fucking <laughs> strawberry snacks, nigga? Why you doing that? This nigga but, this, but this is my snacks. thing, though, right? We talk about Barack Obama. We love to talk about the whiteness in the government, but we also got to talk about just how American government in general is just pretty fucking evil, right? So with that being said, think about Barack Obama and the use of drone strikes. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about how we destabilized the Middle East and how we created some enemies. Well, we did good in Afghanistan. We did well in Afghanistan. We had the right to attack Afghanistan based on 9-11. We had no right to fuck with Iraq. But we got to talk about Barack's hand in those fucking drone bombs. You think we got motherfuckers that hated us for 9-11? Do you not think those innocents that die with mm-hmm. those fucking drone strike, those women, those children, mm-hmm. them fucking babies aren't being pushed toward extremism yes. because of this bullshit that's happening? Okay, We can't just say... Thank you. I don't know. Saudis. I just know. Oh, I don't know. I just they were know. Saudis. Know they the were, facts. They were Saudis. They were Saudis. <laughs> but it's still Thank a, you. It's Saudis, but it's so many complications. We were still right to attack Afghanistan only because they were housing Al Qaeda. They were. They were housing. They right. They were housing Al Qaeda. They were doing training camps for Al Qaeda. Now. What did we do to them? We didn't do shit exactly. to Saudi America. We, th- listen, we got listen, a pact with listen, them niggas. Listen, bro. We have, we have an economical investment in that, that fucking place. Hell they are yeah. not going to fuck with them. They killed the journalists. Exactly. Bro, let's, let's be honest about it. We are not a morally sound country. Fuck this we shit. We didn't do shit. Like most Def said. I didn't do a fucking thing. Hmm. All right? Those white people did that shit. I, someone, I, am, I am a byproduct because I'm a stolen African byproduct of wherever the fuck they dropped us off first and, and mm-hmm. Aruba or Cuba, wherever the fuck, whatever the fuck it is. I'm not associated with them niggas. I didn't make that decision. I don't, I don't, when my cousins come over here, y'all sure. You know what I mean? Like, holla at my boy, inshallah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we good. All is well. You know what I'm saying? On stone. Like, we are good. <laughs> you don't have any problems with me. I'm not an American, my nigga. I'm a byproduct because, nigga, they, they left us here. We have none to attach to. But let's be honest. This country is murderously meddlesome mm-hmm. on multiple fronts, bro. But not in the right situations. That's what's always funny to me. True. Mm-hmm. Not in the right situations. It has to be to advance American mm-hmm. priorities. Mm-hmm. It's never for, like, humanitarian mm-hmm. efforts. We'll drop off some fucking food and water, some shit like that. But we're never going to wage war for the sake of, like, the greater good and, and the rights. We barely doing shit right. We're not, ain't even no barely. We're not doing shit right in this particular country. So we got to stop pretending like America's this this just vessel that goes around being Team America World Police. We are Britain with different accents. <laughs> we don't annex the countries and force taxation on them. We just destabilize shit and say, you guys could have potentially did something potentially because of what the fuck we did beforehand. Mm. So, I mean, 
9-11 was a fucked up situation. Those people that were involved, like the Americans that died because of that, shouldn't have died. But it also shows, again, the the imperialism, us trying to go and destabilize governments, destabilize countries for the fucking sake of doing it or because we fucked up shit so far, we have to keep destabilizing it so they won't remember that we fucking shit up for those folks, man. Question. Have y'all niggas seen this movie called Kill the Messenger? Uh-uh. Nah. Please, give us, give please us the watch it. It's all right. It's about uh, a journalist um, from San Diego, um, <clears throat> and then he, he he basically did an investigation on the drug wars and found out that the CIA was basically funding the Contras in Nicaragua and other Latin American countries and using the money from drug wars to fund the war. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so uh, Jeremy Renner was the, the, the lead actor in that actual film. Bro, if you don't watch anything else in life, <laughs> please watch that. Mm. Um, it's interesting how every CIA director came from the Wall Street. It's, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every CIA director came from Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Our, the sole purpose of the CIA is to make money abroad for this country yeah. and use it abroad and also internally. There is a fucked up sense of morality in this country that we there is a hypocrisy in this country that we think that we are <laughs> we are separate and that we have no blood on our hands. Mm. But it's fuck this we shit them niggas. It's right? so <laughs> but it's so weird to me like how America works. Like it's Divide, 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 divide. Even in situations in which if you had like national rallied support, you would make shit easier for you to support these foreign wars, right? Mm-hmm. Like 9-11, as fucked up as it was, again, this podcast does not condone extremists or none of that bullshit that happened during 9-11. But we got to say, as fucked up as 9-11 was, it was an opportunity for the company, to, uh, the company, that is a company, but for the country yeah. <laughs> to take a yeah. step forward in race relations right for us to say let's come together as one country against this one particular enemy fuck the differences let's take identity politics out of play let's come together as one country but we didn't take advantage of that opportunity to do that we didn't we identified muslims we gave them problems nation of islam gave them problems racial issues we continue to deal devil in that bullshit but then we want to have support from the country at home for like bullshit wars that we're still a part of or that we want to take a part of, right? Like, what's the purpose? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, it's some fucked up sense of morality that they want us to have. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to bring us together so we can have that fucked up sense but of morality. You're able to have that if you've um, had a good experience in this country mm-hmm. or at least been in proximity to mm-hmm. someone who had a good experience yeah, four out of ten. in this country. Well, more like, you know, I may not be rich. You know, I may be living in the trailer park in, you know, Bayou Country of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But my cousin who did well in school, you know, and went on to get a hundred and thirty million, hundred and thirty thousand dollar a year job and has a big nice house out there in the country club of Louisiana, like that's how I know America works. I just got a bad draw. You <laughs> feel me? Like if you're able to convince yourself yeah. of of that type of mindset, then there's no white person in America that's going to Deviate from the idea of America being perfect If only I had made this choice For black people and brown people It was like I would have been successful If not only for someone making this choice for me 
And that's a very subtle but significant difference in how the two different races or multi-races experience America. Colonialism. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. It's it's in, like being an American, then really like being in a subgroup, like being a black American, this shit is like all too confusing because, I mean, we all felt the way about 9-11. And we all, the one emotion that we can all say we remember, regardless if we was kids at the time, Brandon, you said you was in college at the time, bro. It was fear, right? Mm-hmm. Living in Louisiana, you had a unique type of fear because we knew the oil reserves and the right. refineries that we have here right. was susceptible to an attack. And, and we the are important list. to the country. Yeah. Bro, Saudi Arabia owns 38, 32% of this country. Yeah, I mean, it ain't no, I mean, it's real. Hold on, nigga, get on the mic and shit. <clears throat> Don't pull it out the thing, no Okay. <laughs> Hey, yo. Is, is it coming? Is it coming? Oh, 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 my God. Yes, I can so, hear you. So, yeah, so on, on the day of, of 9-11, um, I was actually in my dorm when I actually was uh, able to watch the second plane go, uh, go into the building live on television. And then I left there and went to my physics recitation class or not. So, like, yeah, I went to Were physics. You not scared? Um, no, uh, it was still like, kind of like, you know, people were still finding out information and everything. Uh, by the time I finished my physics class, uh, by then George Bush had gone to Barksdale, which is across the room report and everything. So, so like, you know, now it's like, wait, this dude is here. We've been attacked. So now it's like, Hey, what's going on? Like, you know, what's going to happen next and everything. And, uh, it just... It just was real surreal just to see all this stuff as it transpired, like, you know, being seeing people jumping out the towers and stuff because they rather, like, you know, jump than rather than burn alive and everything. Like, that's a decision I hope no one would ever have to make again type thing. Um, but then fast forward to October, October 19th, um, I was, at that time, I was talking to a chick that went to Hampton, so I flew to Virginia to go to, to the homecoming and everything. And it was like, you went from being able to walk up to the people's gate and yeah. stuff like you know what I'm saying like there was no TSA or anything like that so now you have National Guard armed right and like you gotta go through through uh, the metal detectors and all that if you didn't have a ticket you can go uh, past that, that point that but nigga like, you know, B that nigga B old as hell he broke a promise to Sam Cooke <laughs> So so yeah so that was a, so a change didn't come or something so yeah like in a real funny story about that when I was leaving to come back I put on uh, I had my my uh, my southern uh, southern band uh, travel suit and so because uh, we was playing at the, uh, the Saints game that, that that Sunday that I was coming back and I got to the airport about six about five thirty my flight was leaving at six fifteen. Don't worry, we did a lot of partying that night before and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got there and I got upstairs. We was in Norfolk Airport and it was like, uh, I'm never going to catch my flight. And I just, I kind of like bolted to the front of the line and looked for the first black people that I saw closest to the gate. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can I cut in line right here so I can go through the checkpoint? Damn. And they let me. And that's how I made it back uh, to New Orleans on time. <laughs> Damn. I thought they grounded all flights. No, that was in October. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Which, so, all right, so I did a lot of traveling. This is going to be just a, a tad bit of a segue. Um, I was traveling for most of Hurricane Ida. I spent two days in Houston, another two days in New York, um, and then another two days in Houston. And um, I was just noticing all of the things that we had to do because of 9-11. You know, I, I, had, I didn't fly before 9-11, but I know, I remember when they started putting in the rule changes, right? I remember when... 
He started having to take his shoes off. I, I remember the shoe bomber. I remember that news coming across. Mm-hmm. They, but they caught him before it went off. So then you had to start taking off your shoes. I remember the can't bring more than four ounces of clear liquid on the thing with you. Like I remember mm-hmm. all of that. And when I was in Denver, because for whatever fucking reason, when I had to fly back to Houston, I had to fly from Albany, New York, to Baltimore, to Denver, to Houston. I was furious. Uh, but I digress. So when I got to the Denver airport... Dude started causing the scene because he didn't want to wear his mask, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just, I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Yo, I thought this thing was pulling the whole dick out the front. Yo, that's a Yo. whole loaf of bread, bro. Context, the new Tom Brady Subway commercial came on. <laughs> and it is sufficiently creepy. It is very creepy. Um... Shit, nigga, you made me forget my train of thought. <laughs> you were uh, traveling for uh, Ida. Traveling for Yeah, Ida. and all I could think about was like, how how you go through all of that, the taking off the shoes, the, you know, separating your bag and your laptop, the taking off the belt and, you know, putting it through the thing and then having to put it all back on while holding it. I was just, yeah, yeah. I, and, you know, like I got felt up. I get felt up every time because my hair down my back, uh, it blocks them so they got to start feeling up under me and whatnot. And, you go through all of that to get to the terminal to act an ass about wearing a mask. Mm. I, I don't understand it. Like the performativeness of all of these right wing QAnon bullshit, you know, um, theories and, and missions. I'm like, man, stop. What was the race of the person that was cutting up? Yeah, you know he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, look, you know. This this some shit I've been thinking about for a while, right? So we all know like the mask mandates and all that shit that are in place are pretty much designed to protect us. And we've been seeing COVID drop. One thing I can say I'm super proud about this fucking podcast is that every single body is vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We didn't have an issue. We had motherfuckers on this pod that was vaccinated before it was even like our time to be vaccinated. <laughs> so I fuck with that shit heavy. But this shit makes me think about like motherfuckers who don't like science. Like, remember, when, like, think about when deodorant was first created. <laughs> like, it's probably motherfuckers who was like, "Yo, I ain't putting that shit under my arm. It ain't natural. The DNA fixes up." They like, still do that. No, it's, got alo- like, it's got aluminum. In it's it. got aluminum. So like, I can like microwave <laughs> myself. <laughs> like, the fuck. Bitch, you stinky ass whore. <laughs> Put that motherfucking deodorant. You ain't Erica Badu. Fuck wrong with you. Like, you smut like, ass bitch. Bro, you stinky. You bro, stink. People argue about the stupidest shit. Like, it's just a mask. And even when I see people who wear masks like over their mouths and refuse to put it over their nose, like, what is it doing for you to just slip that bitch over your nose so we don't get your, like, but bro, isn't it funny how much you can't be uncomfortable? Like, you see that all the time with white culture. Think about sitting in those um, DEI classes, right? You hate know, them. I know, them, I, know, I, hate them. I know, but like, notice how white people make it miserable miserable to be in those things because they don't want to do it. And so mm-hmm. their tactic to a lot of stuff is to just make you so miserable that you don't even argue about it with them anymore. Like that's how slavery perpetuated. They were just so mean and so cruel that it made it seem like slaves were just like, Hey, you know what? I'm okay with this compared to the alternative. You feel me? Like it is deep within the history of the white person. 
to just make you so annoyed and miserable that you don't want to deal with the situation anymore. You're like, yeah. ew. It's that's like, how they get it's y'all to quit. hard work. Just stop. That, that's like, how they get y'all to quit them jobs so they don't have to pay you severance. Bro, I'm like, make them miserable when it gets y'all you. ever thought about this shit, though? Like, we always get told as black people, like, slavery was so long ago. Get over it, guys. Get over it. You know, <laughs> my ancestors didn't own slaves or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Get over it. Yo. Yeah, get over it. <laughs> Yo, that but, is... But it's like, but it's like, niggas be like, Thank yo, you. remember 9-11. Like, dog, I remember that shit. I was alive for 9-11. My great-great-grandfather was alive for slavery. Remember that shit, too, bitch. Yo, yo, you know what's crazy? Yo, bro, you know what's crazy? Hey, remember I, look, that shit, too. Yo, look, when I was working at the Apple store over by the mall, I probably shouldn't tell this story because it should be personal, but it's, like... We don't know what mall, nigga, shit. It was the mall in Chicago. Right, the, right, look, the mall look, look. of Chicago City. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Raccoon City. All right, all right, all right. Raccoon, River, uh, Raccoon River, City. River Oaks. River Oaks. All right, cool. So, like, the, the store manager was talking to me about, like, I, he gave it, like, a situation to where, like, his grandfather was, like, had some political views and some social views that he didn't agree with, right? Keyword, he was racist. Mm. <laughs> all right. All right, so, like, <laughs> yeah, Fox Facts, plot twist. All right, cool. So his grandfather was like slight racist or whatever, right? All right, cool. We need more of these for the episode. No, nah, facts. I am twisted. You yes. feel me? Nigga, my ears this is, is nice. warm. You know? <laughs> my ears, <laughs> my are, ears warm. are warm. That <laughs> uh-huh. nigga feels held. All right, cool. So like, all right, so dude was like telling me like, so his grandfather was fucked up. He was like, yo, like, so he had a foundation in his life. So like, should I throw him away because he has some political views and some social views I don't agree with? So I was like, you know what? It'd be unfair if I asked you to do that. But if you ask me, that nigga's for waste management. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you ask me personally, not a, fuck that nigga. Not at the curb on Wednesdays. <laughs> not at the curb, you feel me? No recycle. <laughs> fuck him. You know what I'm saying? No trash bag. But like, I'm being honest with like, so like, these white people that are out here who did some shit, like, and they, and they hate it, I had to ask them, like, all right, ask yourself, what did he do positively? Or negatively to affect a black person or a black family. Hmm. Who are we talking about? Just in general, like I, I, I don't want to. I want to say like who older, he was to me. An older white person. An right? o- older white person that was like close to this person who may be like progressively, you know, racist, thinking, full of not, shit. Not, not, not particularly. Like so, there, there's some there's some people who who may feel that they are progressive in thought, right? But they mm-hmm. may have some counterparts or some people in their past who had a had a foundation in their lives like i ask this question for black people all the time you you have descendants of of slave owners teaching your children hmm. you are a fool hmm. i ain't you gonna lie this, though, no come they don't on pay no. a lot for teachers nigga shit <laughs> fuck that no fuck that you have the you when have the enemy be needing it you have the enemy teaching your children yeah you have descendants of slave owners teaching their children. The, the Jewish community only allows, they, they let their children at the age of 13 years old to be taught by an outside source. Why is that? Because they understand that there is racial pride, racial dignity, and a sense of self that you have to understand from your own community. And that's that. What's that third that happened when they make 13? Their bar mitzvah and shit? That's what I'm saying. So right. they become a man. So at that point, they can go out to the society and, and understand they have racial pride, racial dignity, understand their own culture. We don't have shit, bro. I mean, the thing, yeah, Fuck, we do have nigga, Dr. Umar, bro. bro that nigga that is nigga, fucking bro. us over. He asked for like 
five hundred dollars like every hey, hold on, you hold have, on. nigga. Hold on, shout and, out, and, shout and out. The school ain't never been fucking built, bro. <laughs> they Where's just, the school, bro? They just got textbooks, bro. Let that nigga cook, man. It's What's a two, that nigga marriage, bro? Hey, Where's bro, the school, bro? He got two wives, bro. He got two <laughs> miles to feed, man. Up. All right, cool. I fuck with bro. I fuck hey, with. I fuck with Umar, but. My thing is, I think that I think the issues, I think the issues, fuck up, bro. Hey, the issues that we run into with like, uh, with like the racial pride and racial identity, bro, is like we only can connect as Black Americans. We don't have like that old sense of culture. Now, Black Americans, we have deep, deep, deep rooted culture, bro. bro. We like, are stolen it's Africans. Anywhere on this country, you can be a resident of stolen property. But Africa property. is a fucking continent, though. Like, it's like mad countries in that I bitch. I know, bro. Yeah, I, know yeah, <laughs> I believe there's 54 to be exact. <laughs> Stick a ground in them. How many, how many did you say? I think it's 54. It's 54 countries, bro. Niggas living in the United States. It's 50. How many states? It's 50 something? 52. 50, 50. It's 52. 50 in like three territories. 50 yeah. in three territories. Niggas from Louisiana is different from niggas in Mississippi, which who are, are different than niggas in Alabama. Barely. But well, no, they, they still the same. But still, like. It's it's such a huge difference. It's like a it's like an extreme difference, bro. That's why we that's why we run into them issues and we run into them problems because, bro, it's like we don't we don't know. You know what I'm saying? We'll never know. I don't, and I think that's a privilege of being you know white. Can you turn this shit off? The Saints versus Panthers. This shit was terrible. <laughs> J- Jameis Winston, that nigga that's still still fucking crab legs out of grocery store. Hey, nah, he he done moved past that, bro. He he, he was, he's a winning quarterback. He was missing thirteen. Uh, what well, you say? He stole crab legs out of where? <laughs> now, let that let him cook, bro. That was back in Florida State. I don't know what happened since he became an adult and shit, but he, he's straight. <laughs> well, look, nigga was struggling for. We have made it to what is it? I think it's episode eight or nine. I gotta this look is, that shit up, eight. y'all. This is eight. But I want to give a shout out to every single person that has tuned into us every single week, man. We've reached a milestone that a lot of podcasters don't don't reach because people quit. They're not consistent with mm-hmm. it, man. Mm-hmm. We got friends, we got fans that have been pushing us to keep dropping content, man. So when this episode drops, we'll be at. 300 listens it might not be a lot to some people man but it's a lot to us that 300 people have listened to us consistently man so we're looking to get some merch created because we still trying to make money because that's what niggas do and we just want to let y'all guys know that we appreciate y'all we're probably gonna drink for every episode moving forward sorry about all of the splicing that we're gonna have to do and you guys are gonna miss out on some of the jokes but we appreciate Every single one of you guys, we're looking forward to dropping more content, man. But 300 listens is something that's super, super, super fucking big, man. I remember Mm -hmm. this was like me and Dexter's brainchild. We had been a part of another podcast and Mm -hmm. like we were super appreciative of that start. We didn't meet until we started recording podcasts and that's my nigga now like that's my dog bro the nigga coming to my wedding and shit and gonna be drunk as fuck I'm not in it though just for anybody who's wondering I'm not in it they even (laughs) offer me a solo that nigga still (laughs) feel away bro you gotta get over that shit bro Hey man, like nigga, you you came around after the the wedding was already planned and shit, bro. But you fam nonetheless, bro. Like you, my dog, bro. My wife loves you, so you already fam in this bitch and shit, dog. Like so, I just want to say thank you guys for listening to us with three hundred listens, man. 
Like, we're going to keep putting out this content consistently. We're probably going to keep getting drunk because we need this. Yes. I'm going to give, I'm going to go around the horn and shit, man. Shout out to Brandon, who's our screen guy now, man. Even though this nigga got the fucking NFL playing for us right now and shit, so we somewhat distracted. But I'm going to move that shit over to Dexter, man. What you got to say about 300 listens on the pod, bro? 300 listens. 300 is a lot. If if your employer took $300 out your check, you're going to want that money, right? For so that's, real, that's It's like the same a, age as Chief Keith. Yeah, this is fast. Yo, he 300. 300. He 300. That's more years than since slavery been banned. Like we, that's a <laughs> that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of listeners. It also means that we have you know people who listen to our opinions, and um, we understand that that by continuing to listen to the podcast, you're investing in us and our opinions, um, and pushing back on us. You know, whenever you can, for sure, and making us grow in our thoughts and our rationales and our understanding of things. And also, y'all put up with our bullshit, which is great. Mm. Cause not every, not everybody's equipped for that level of shenaniganry. Shenaniganry? Yes, new Just word. New word. word. Shenaniganry. Put that bitch on a shirt, B. No, facts. Oh, Get it on Amazon. Merch. Put it on a shirt. That's shenaniganry. Merch. I ain't tell y'all what I did, right? I ain't tell y'all what I did. Uh-uh. So, I'm changing. My, well, she knows. I bought land in Scotland because, you know, if you buy land in Scotland, you automatically. The yeah, the country. Um you I'm automatically say Scotlandville. Hold on. No. <laughs> real. You got a house by Southern? <laughs> nigga got like, three what the apartments fuck? in the square. Bro, I got an apartment. <laughs> Niggas are uh, wearing kilts. <laughs> nigga got six apartments at the Palisades. Like, yeah. Nah, uh, it's just a little five by five plot so that I could get a title. Um, because and this is y'all can't tell nobody. Our three hundred listeners, no, not however many listeners it is. Um, y'all can't tell nobody it's a secret betwixt us. Uh, I'm releasing my album soon, and it'll be the last time that I release music under the name Dexter Nicholas. And so I decided to change my stage name to Lord Dex. And I thought, what better way to actually make the name stick than to actually become a Lord in England? So now I am going to be officially Lord Dex from here on out after I release my album. So y'all heard it here first. You are a pompous dick. Speak to me. Di- <laughs> speak, hey, bro, I got an air fryer and a Lord title. Speak to me different, bro. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> hey, that's different. Hey, when niggas, right. bro, when niggas get air fryers, you got a you got a Brita, yo. <laughs> you got a Brita. You got a Brita. Nah, nigga, I only drink bottled water. Oh, oh, come nigga, on, you ain't doing bro. it unless you got a Stop. Brita, bro. <laughs> you got a soda screen. Stop playing. Nigga, the fuck I look like Bill Gates. What the fuck uh, you talking Okay, about? Russell, you, you talking got about? money, nigga. <laughs> Christian, what's your what's your thoughts, bro, on 300, man? Shit, it's different from you because you from Chicago, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I got to live up to shit. I mean, look, bro, I fuck with all of y'all. Like, if y'all could put up with me and my, and my shit and my bullshit, my takes, my opinions... Fuck with y'all. It's all love. Um, right, I'm going to take a real, real, real to the city with this shit. Yo, fuck with all the BDs. You feel me? Shout out to the town. Shout out to Motown. Shout out to the No Limit and B. You feel me? Shout out to the east side. I fuck with y'all. Whoever's listening abroad, Europe, Africa. I know I talked a lot of shit about y'all, but like, I fuck with y'all. All right, cool. Forgive me. I love all of y'all. It means the world to me. If y'all keep listening, keep keep sticking around with us. We're gonna grow. We're gonna push forward. 
We're going to drink some more. We're going to smoke some more. Hopefully, Dex passed the weed the next time. It's not weed. It's CBD. I'm a child I of God. I don't do I things that are illegal. CBD, <laughs> the hookah, all of that hookah vibes, okay? Listen, listen. Keep me in your prayers. Keep everybody in your prayers. We're going to keep going forward. We're going to keep pushing forward. Love y'all. Well, I'm I'm wondering. Like, I've been thinking about doing a live recording of the podcast that we should do one day. Like mm-hmm. and, and mic up as much of the room as possible. So Facts. if that's something that you'll be interested in, I don't know, maybe next episode we'll set up like a survey link that we can give y'all so you we can see if you come. Plus, you know, it's gonna be at my house, so you gotta like pass a um a background check and shit. And you gotta be a vaccine. vaccinated. You gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be vaccinated. Fuckers yeah. gotta stay home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nasty fuck. Nasty bitches. <laughs> Nasty no science. <laughs> you, no deodorant. No seat belt wearing. You bitches. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and keep uh, the fucking kids at home. Like yeah, kids you know are what I'm not. Saying? Children crumb are not snatches. welcome here. Hey, look, I yeah. love chaps, man. Y'all quit playing. No, I love please. the crumb snatches. As long as y'all got good hygiene and y'all don't talk back. And you talk about putting you in a fucking dryer. I love them as long as they're only an idea at the moment. Damn, like, that's fucked up. I'm that's sorry. like semen, nigga. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Damn. I like I want kids one day, but I don't have to deal with them now. Like I don't, I don't, and they cause too much stress. They cause too much stress in your life. I'm sorry. You know how you know how upset I would be if a kid was here and knocked over my shit. So you swallowing? I already know how you coming. All right, next topic. (laughs) 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 She said preferably. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. We gotta get we gotta get our screen guy, the the guy that keeps us on target for covering all points. Shout out BT. BT, Mm -hmm. nigga, the newest member of the podcast. The nigga with two t-shirts on. Yeah, yeah. How you know? How you know? Well, muscle shirt. We don't call it. We don't call it wife beaters because that's disrespectful. I wish a nigga would try to beat my wife. I'd shoot this motherfucker. Two this guns, nigga. This nigga, nigga, this nigga got a Ruger and a, a Walther. Hey, hold on. Hey, I heard that shit you was talking, nigga. I'm talking about you, Christian, nigga. GD Jakes wouldn't appreciate that shit, nigga. Hey, hey look. Hey, throws up, hey, throws look, up the folk sign. Nigga. I don't fuck. I don't fuck with no brick niggas. They done no let the GDs niggas. in the building, head ass niggas. I mean, I don't care, bro. Look, 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 look. I don't care about the folks coming in, but like, <laughs> y'all gotta drop the G if y'all gonna come in with this shit. Uh, uh-uh, uh bro, we ain't finna get into this. We from Louisiana, so we're a Louisiana podcast. We don't. We're not hey, GDs. Man, we or dropped the rakes over here. Fuck all the niggas. I know is nigga, you had to. All I know is Kanye said. That that uh, he was getting Larry Hoover free, and hey, now I am a hey, GD. Look, 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 Larry. I paid yo, my dues look, look. with Coach a Chairman, personal check. Coach Chairman Larry is a real nigga. I fuck with him. Yeah, man. He's a real one. He he started a, a actual organization that pushed black black figures forward. But at the same time, you not finna fuck dis- that brick ass. You not finna. <laughs> I mean, not not, not, G- fuck, not fuck. Larry. So what you got to say about GD Jakes though? Because Kanye is a real nigga, bro, and I'm drunk. No, That's why Larry, I'm moving Larry, like this. No, no, Larry is a sweating. real nigga. Larry is a real nigga. Like he Hold he on. did he did a lot for the for the community. He did a lot. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Fort. You know what I'm saying? King Neil. A lot of niggas. You what know what I'm saying? King, what about King Louis? Uh, I fuck with King Louis. You know, that shout, nigga- shout out Eastside Eastside Legend. He a Drove City Legend. I fuck with King Louis. He just got new, uh, new, some new shit that posts to Apple Music. Fuck streaming shit. 
I fuck with Louis. Like that's that's Eastside. What you mean? Yeah, okay, and, what do you um, and also Natasha Bedingfield just reshot a music video with a bunch of guys. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, but guys. Before we get out of here, we gotta let B get his shit off. Man, he just joined us, but he all we almost at three hundred. We almost at three hundred. B, what you gotta say for the folks? Not for the folks like GD, but like folks like as in like folks like the, the people. I'm about to go. I gotta. <laughs> hey, stay tuned. The podcast is only going to get better. We're going to continue to drop that fire content and that fire commentary uh, for you guys. So stay tuned and uh, tune in. That nigga sound like. Hey, a, uh, all right, guys, man. That's episode. Uh, hold on, let me look this shit up before I let it go because I got to get to the grocery store, guys. Eight. It is episode. Fuck! I didn't list these bitches. I just told you. I mix everyone. It's three, episode four, eight. five, six. Seven. It's episode eight. And what I thought about this on my own without that nigga Dex. <laughs> so, guys, thanks again for rocking with us, man. We're going to be back fairly soon. We're getting back to our regularly scheduled drops and shit. My name is DJ Dex. We got Christian. We got that nigga BT in the and building. And my homegirl Ari hung out with us. And we us got today. our homegirl Ari from the African Zulu Nation. I'm drunk <laughs> as fuck right now, guys. <laughs> Niggas, I got a checklist. I got to go to the grocery store. If y'all won't fuck with me after the episode, I'm going to be at Target. Y'all niggas ain't going to know this shit because y'all ain't going to be there with me because it ain't like live stream and shit. But I'm about to go to Target, man. Fuck with y'all niggas. I fuck with Target because they be having that good shit. Yo, holla at Target. We get we ain't got to run into no motherfucking ratchets up there. None of y'all man, no, white just... niggas who ain't got no shoes on. <laughs> fuck Walker. Fuck them springs. I know you live there. <laughs> fuck them niggas. Yeah, I live there, nigga. Yo, I ain't never coming. I ain't never coming to live. I'll visit I niggas. I live there, nigga. But I'm leaving. You hear me? <laughs> fuck them barefoot ass motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm going. (laughs) But again, guys, thank you guys for rocking out with us. Thank you guys for listening to us. We're looking forward to dropping the more episodes. And thank you for getting us to 300 listens, man. We we don't give a fuck what nobody else say, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Look out for the next episode. We're coming soon, guys. Peace. Peace.